Welcome to America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Well, thank you so much for joining us here and welcome you into America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Nolan Baker, Scott Kirshner, Chaz Price, and myself. My name is Chris Swan. Here's how you reach out. 419-794-3030. That's the phone number. 419-794-3030. Always online. ARHQ.com. Today on the show, we're going to talk about leaving your kids an inheritance. Do you have a fear of spending your retirement money? and why claiming Social Security can be more complex for married couples. All this and more. But first, let me check in with the guys. Nolan, Chaz, Scott, glad to be with you as always. How are we doing today? Well, we're doing fantastic. Last week we had a great week of weather. I know Nolan was out of town down in uh, sunny Florida last week. And, uh, you know, the crazy thing is it was every bit as nice here as it was down there. You know, it's awesome. And, you know, the crazy thing is we're coming up to our final week of April. We're uh, kicking off May here next week. And, it's kind of crazy how the the uh, time flies mm-hmm. these days. The older you get, the faster it goes. Yeah, absolutely. It's, this is the weather. And speaking about weather, and we got snow today, so this is probably the reason why we have so many snowbirds that don't come back until after you know June <laughs> yeah. in Ohio because it's just nasty. Exactly. Sometimes. You never know. It always feels like there's going to hold out for you know just one one last snow just as you as you start packing up all the things and you know it can be unpredictable. Just like your retirement, there's a lot of curveballs out there that can get thrown your way. But if you have that all-weather plan, that all-weather uh, strategy, as, as the team at America's Retirement Headquarters can create for you. Whatever may come down the line, you can know that it's going to be accounted for. So again, the number 419-794-3030, something that a lot of people uh, probably didn't take into account, you know, a couple years ago was these high inflation rates as, as we've had. You know, they said it was going to be transitory in 2021. Uh, not so much, you know, it's still continuing to be a factor. But fair credit, it does continue to cool to its lowest levels in almost two years, just don't tell that to Americans answering a new CNBC poll. Sharon Epperson said it found more than 70% are stressed about their personal finances, including those making six figures and up. About a third of high earners say they would need a million dollars to really feel financially comfortable. So what would they do if they had a $10,000 windfall? Well, only 12% would invest all of that money in the stock market. About a quarter would stash it in a high-yield savings account, and nearly a third would diversify the money into stocks, bonds, and savings. So keeping at least some money safe seems to be a priority across the board, regardless of income. So somebody came into the office or, you know, one of the events that you guys do and they had these same concerns. What would you want to tell them? Well, I would say really it comes down to what we always talk about on the show, which is comes down to planning and and really figuring out what your game plan is. In fact, we do have an upcoming educational event that we're going to be hosting. It's at uh, Bowling Green State University. It's the Perrysburg Levis Commons Campus. It's May 15th and May 17th. So, you know, if you're listening, you've been a little bit worried about the economy. You're not sure what to do with your investment portfolio as you get closer to or maybe already in retirement time. That's what this event is going to be talking about is that retirement playbook kind of getting you, you know, confident. And I think really, you know, as we get together with people, we walk through an approach, whether it's, you know, existing clients or whether it's somebody that has met us for the first time. 
you know, that that concern about, am I going to have enough income in retirement time? You know, what is the current administration going to do to the economy uh, in the next couple of years? How do I position my portfolio are, are all concerns. You know, we even see concerns about with the, the banking collapse that, you know, how safe is my money within the market? So to me, having a good solid plan in place and having a financial plan helps reassure you uh, of those decisions that you're making. It helps you also identify maybe where there could be some weaknesses. It could be things like, well, you know, what happens if you have an unexpected healthcare crisis and what steps, you know, can you take to protect that? Or, you know, if there's a major market crash, how is that gonna impact what your financial future looks like? And, you know, we're biased, obviously, as financial professionals and saying that it's it's also a good idea to have uh, an advisor that you're working with, somebody that's a, a co-pilot. Um, I did just get back from Florida, took a great trip down there, uh, had a great time, and we drove back. And, you know, in that ride, it was either my wife in the passenger seat or it was me in the passenger seat. And, you know, having a co-pilot, somebody can help you navigate uh, if the traffic is dangerous ahead and you need to find an alternate route. Or, you know, if you're going to get over, having somebody look over their shoulder and make sure there's no blind spots. The same applies with working with a financial professional. I think those are good ideas to kind of give you that confidence that you need. Yeah. And I think what a financial advisor can help you do also is to kind of sift through some of the noise, Nolan where, um, you know, you hear inflation, but what does that really mean? I mean, there's a lot of different measurements. I know we track and in, in the world and the Federal Reserve is tracking um, the CPI, the Consumer Pricing Index. It's just kind of um, a measure of a basket of goods and services uh, calculated based on the Bureau of Labor Statistics. But then there's also GDP, you know, gross domestic product. Uh, and, and there's just a lot of different uh, factors that go into determining what really you know is going on with inflation. And more importantly, I think how it affects you. And there's different rates at, at very um, different points, I guess, in your financial picture. For instance, healthcare. Mm -hmm. uh, we expect healthcare to grow at a much faster rate than maybe the core CPI, which in many cases doesn't include things like food and gas. And so you know, again, to your point, planning, I think, is the key is to, you know, take into consideration all of the the factors that go into not only calculating what CPI is, what we're actually looking at, but more importantly, how it's going to uh, impact your finances in the future and at, and at what rates. And so for somebody that's not using a very sophisticated process to do that, I think it becomes difficult uh, to to kind of assess each one of those areas like regular spending goals and then inflation long-term care we use a system called right capital we use another system called uh, riskalyze which is really what the value i think of financial planning is is it allows us to make those projections on the fly do a lot of those complex calculations that it's just very difficult for somebody to do by hand and it's going to give you a much better output much more accurate uh, detail and description of what your financial future is going to look like. And I think, you know, when you look at the stats that are out there, Scott, one of the largest stats that's out there about people worrying about outliving their income and having a retirement blow up is an unexpected and unplanned for a healthcare crisis. Sure. And that's why it's important not only to make smart financial decisions with your investments, how to allocate them, how to diversify, but it's also important to say, you know, what are the other areas and what are the things that could blow this up? Uh, healthcare being a big one, which is why obviously we have America's Medicare Associates and take that comprehensive team approach. When you're looking at a significant health 
uh, crisis. If you're not properly covered, you could have a great deal of expense out of pocket. I met with a client just this past week. Uh, it's kind of shocking. I don't run into this very often, but this particular client had Medicare Part A and B only. They had no other supplemental coverage, whether it be an Advantage plan or a supplement. There was nothing else out there that they had purchased. So, and to, to really add, uh, you know, a, 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 a problem with what they were dealing with, they also had a penalty for not signing up for Medicare when they were originally supposed to. So they were facing a 20% penalty. She happened to go into the hospital and she was facing, you know, like $2,000 out of her pocket and for her, she only had Part A and B and didn't even plan for that. If you look back in 08 and, and you know back in 2020, people that have lived through two major, major setbacks are probably afraid. And there's really nothing wrong with that. If you get a $10,000 windfall and you want to set some money aside, I'm, I'm sure you guys are saying that's not a bad thing to do, right? So, certainly not in these rates right now. Yeah. So, you know, make sure you're prepared. And, and like what Nolan said, planning is, is very, very important. You know, you want to come out to one of our events and, and learn all of the things that uh, we have to share and, and experiences like that. You can find a list of those events and, and register for one that's, you know, convenient to you from a time standpoint or maybe the topic by going to ARHQ.com and clicking on the events tab there. You can also just schedule a time to speak with the team at America's Retirement Headquarters by giving a call 419 794 3030, you know, as you go through uh, your retirement or on, on the way towards retirement, it's all about the things that you know and that you've experienced. But with the combined, uh, I always forget, 50 years, 75 years, how much combined experience is there at the team right now? Uh, you're definitely dating us. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of you. I'm not trying to, you know, put it on one person. Correct. I think, the, you know, the three of us here combined uh, have over 75 years of experience yeah, with the three of us. And you get to see all three of us. We are all three going to be at that event coming up. Uh, so you mm -hmm. get to hear, you know, from the certified financial planner, Chaz, talking on the planning side. I'll be talking about the economies and the market. And, of course, Scott will be talking on the health insurance side. So uh, a lot of knowledge to help guide you through these uncertain times. And we're here to help. Again, and, and, you know, being able to use their combined experience and things that they've experienced working with other clients, things that you may not have thought about or experienced in your, your road thus far, but it's a lot better to go ahead and take those into account and, and address them before they become a bigger issue. It's all part of the planning process. And again, you can get started 419-794-3030 or uh, visit the website either to schedule a time to speak with them or attend one of the upcoming events at ARHQ.com. Last year, uh, the classic investment strategy, the 60-40, 60% stocks, 40% bonds, it took a beating, suffering its worst year since 2008, and that is because bonds just failed to cushion the blow of, of the stock losses that everybody saw. However, as we are here uh, at, at the tail end of April, uh, it's been a different story. The 60-40 portfolio thus far has gained about 5.9% just, just so far this year. So is that enough of a return for you guys to say, you know what, 60-40 is back? Well, I mean, it does look like the 6040 has been doing really well. That was one of the topics that we had talked about in our February Economic Summit. And we've done a couple of different shows talking about the strategy. So, you know, prior to interest rates uh, going up, if you listen to the show, you've been a listener uh, for a while. You know, we've been on the radio for over 20 years. But going back before interest rates really went up, we had talked about the risk of where interest rates are. Now that interest rates have aggressively gone up over the last year, it does look like the Fed is probably getting closer to the point of maybe slowing down or stopping raising interest rates to see what the impact is to help, you know, slow down inflation. 
inflation. Uh, that does mean that you know the 60-40 might be a, an appropriate portfolio for some. Uh, it depends again on your age, your goals, your risk level. The challenge, I guess, about it is uh, nobody really knows, right? Because stocks and bonds are driven based upon an auction. So the more people to show up to buy, the higher the price goes. The more people show up to sell, the lower the price goes. So if we find investors who panic and they go in and they just sell all of their investments, you know, it could push stocks and bonds down further. So as you get closer to retirement time, I think there's a thought process of maybe wanting to be a little bit uh, safer or simpler with your money. There's other alternatives that are out there. So if people want to look at reducing their risk, there could be steps that people can take if they don't feel comfortable with the uncertainty of having all of their money in the stock and bond market, which you know offers no like principal protection. Chaz, in our previous segment, we had talked about the fact of, you know, how much interest rates have gone up. You know, you could get fixed rates now anywhere from the four and a half to, you know, 6% range, depending upon, you know, what product and what time frame. You know, we find a lot of our investors and a lot of the clients that we talk to for their money that they want to have uh, safer, maybe not exposed to the market risk, a lot of them are choosing to take that piece and just have the known outcome of, you know, using a, uh, FDIC insured bank CD, using a high interest money market account, uh, maybe using things like a fixed annuity to have more stability. So they're, they're still getting that 60-40 type mix and portfolio, but they're doing it with things that aren't all subject to the ups and downs of the roller coaster ride of what uh, the stock and bond market can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, one of the, the advantages to the 60-40 portfolio is that it's it does have that set it and forget it methodology where you don't have to be a really sophisticated investor to be able to implement that sort of strategy. Uh, and generally what, what research has shown in, in the um, analysis that I've done in the market is that given a 10 year period of time, there's almost literally virtually no chance that if you have both stocks and bonds in a portfolio, you're properly allocated and you stay invested, that's the key. You stay invested over a 10 year period of time the market doesn't generally or has not historically lost you any money. Doesn't mean that it can't, uh, but just speaking historically, a 60-40 portfolio has been a bellwether of sorts, kind of why I think it generally defaults there. As I've spoken about in the past, and me, you know, I'm, I'm kind of uh, partial because I am the f a financial planner here, but I, I think generally anything that is set it and forget it i'm usually against just because i appreciate the customization that the financial planning mm -hmm. tool and some of the resources that we have here at, at the retirement guys can offer but um if you are a, D, a strong DIYer and you certainly um enjoy maybe investing on your own or, or you don't have the time or the interest in doing it a 60 40 portfolio can be a good investment strategy for you. Um, and, and as Nolan was saying, the individual and, and the bonds in the portfolio generally give you some of the stability, uh, kind of take out a lot of the bumps and bruises. But I'm definitely a fan more so uh, of owning individual bonds, uh, doing some careful research and, and picking some high quality bonds that I feel are going to give you, again, the customization. It's going to allow you to pick and choose what areas of the market you may want to be in. It's also going to provide to you that predictable income. So you can pretty much know uh, for sure, as provided that the bonds don't default or the companies don't go out of business, what your income is going to be. And for retirees, primarily the clients that we work with, I think that's what they come to us for is that predictable income stream. 
not necessarily those high highs and definitely not those low lows mm-hmm. that sometimes come with the stock market. Uh, also, there generally are not any management fees with individual bonds. So in, in just in terms of the pure product themselves, that's not to say that your financial advisor may not have a fee for his or her advice, but one of the advantages of buying individual bonds is that there is no professional management per se of those bonds compared to a uh, professionally managed portfolio, let's say a bond fund, um, where it's, there's a a manager or a team of managers at the helm that are causing, you know, charging you additional costs uh, just for owning fixed investments. And then of course the principal preservation. So there, there's the component of a bond where, Again, provided you you buy some high quality investments, high quality issuers like U.S. government treasuries right now is, have been a, a pretty attractive investment, you know, based on the claim span ability of the United States. And we can get some decent returns that we haven't seen for years. Those sort of investments, those advantages, I think, are 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 in play now, again, with the interest rates where they're at. And I think that's what's bringing the 6040 portfolio back into vogue, if you will. So in a way, it seems like the 60-40, uh, the way it performed last year, is more of an anomaly than a sign of things to come. But it's also not to say that that, that should be what you should do going forward in your retirement. That is a good place to, to start. Uh, and on average, it does work well. But do you really want an on average retirement or do you want something customized for you? There's a lot of benefit to figuring out what's going to work best for you. And maybe it is using that same sort of mix, but having different components in there to see what can work best for you. It all comes to actually having a plan uh, and, you know, if, if running the numbers isn't your strong suit, that's okay. You know, it's not something you have to do on your own. And quite frankly, you probably shouldn't let the team at America's Retirement Headquarters help you out with that. Explore all the options and what's going to work best for you. Here's the number you should keep in mind, 419-794-3030, or go to the website, arhq.com. So many people out there, you know, they go online and, and they do a little quick Google search and, and that's that's it. That's the law of the land for them. A new survey found that two in five people actually use online medical information instead of going to see their doctor. The average person is self-diagnosed four times in the past year. So uh, let's put that in in retirement talk. Uh, The average American uh, may also choose to go it alone with only 35% of them actually working with a financial advisor. What do you want to say to them right now? This is so true. You know, the Google searches, you can find just about anything out there on Google, right? I mean, you can look and find almost anything you need to, to figure out on. You know, I have a, um, I have a Blackstone uh, grill and um, over, the, over the winter, you know, and kind of the grill part rusted on me. So I'm like, what the heck? How am I going to get this clean, right? I don't want to go out and just chuck it. So I Google searched how to remove rust in it's super, super easy, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it really, really is easy. Like you said, Chris, you know, people are actually going out there and doing self-diagnosis of um, health issues or what is this? My wife does it all the time. You know, I've got this bump here or something's going on and I don't know what that is. And they go out and check all the time to see what it is and before they actually go to the doctor. And part of the reason for that is because, quite frankly, with healthcare, you know, you, you may have some out-of-pocket expenses that are going to be quite high. But here's a question I have for both, you know, Nolan and, and, and Chaz. These are questions I want to throw at you. I, I personally would do a Google search on just about anything except finances. I may do a Google search to listen or watch a video and hear what a particular advisor is saying. But to actually get advice and to maybe try to go it alone, I can't imagine doing that with my finances. What, what are your thoughts on that? 
Well, I, you know, I think Google is a great resource, just like you talked about. I Google almost everything, you know, when I'm trying to mm -hmm. uh, fix something. I know, um, you know, one of the things, if you're going to Google, Google America's retirement headquarters, <laughs> because I think a couple things. One is you can see what people have to say about us on Google, look mm -hmm. at our Google reviews. And, you know, in addition to that, we have the How to Retire series. Mm -hmm. So all these shows that you've heard uh, us doing, they're available on our YouTube channel at America's Retirement Headquarters. We got over 1,200 subscribers. If you're not a subscriber yet just again america's retirement headquarters on youtube hit that subscribe button drop us a comment we'd love to maybe answer your question on the radio we love getting comments from uh, anybody so if you thought hey i wish i could ask the guys this uh, google and youtube is a great resource to be able to ask us questions you know there is something to be said about being across the table from a financial professional right. when you're pulling up on the big screen tv their financial plan they're kind of walking you through you know the overall plan the ins and outs of how things work you know it's going to help you manage some of those financial concerns that you have and you can bounce ideas off of you know it's going to be easy that you can work with somebody and and guide you through things i think it can be overwhelming when there's millions and millions and millions of different results on google and trying to navigate that i think is one of the advantages of working with somebody like chaz what you talked about that takes a customized approach to their unique situation to figure out what is the solution based upon what their goals are. Mm -hmm. We joke around sometimes, like doctors, we're saving financial lives. And we've talked several times about clients that what, for whatever reason, just through happens chance or you know, it was a deliberate a, a attempt to come in and, and answer some issue questions with one of the advisors. But we've saved, you know, some financial lives. And, mm -hmm. and I can think of a couple people that sure. we worked with just in the last month that we're gonna, for instance, do a lump sum rollover, pay all the taxes on it, and didn't know that you could actually roll over your 401k plan into a retirement account, avoid paying any taxes at that moment, and then kind of pay tax as you need it, you know, as you start taking withdrawals out. So I, I think that's, I don't know if that answers your question exactly, Scott, of why people, uh, or why you may not feel comfortable doing the financial aspect on your own, but I know that it, for many people, it's that lack of knowledge yeah. First and foremost, that there's you just don't know what you don't know. And so you might be intimidated. Uh, the risks are the fear of losing, I think, for a lot of people is um, a, a greater um, impetus or more of a catalyst to do something than it is to save the the one percent or two percent or whatever it is the fee is. Um, and then, you know, time constraints is one. A lot of people don't have the time. I know you're busy. I see yep. you. I sit right across from you. You know, you probably don't have the time to do some of these things. I can imagine a lot of pe people that we work with, particularly some executives and, you know, medical professionals, their time is money. Yep. And so Absolutely. how much is your time worth? And so that's one thing that we can give you back is that's the only thing you have really is your time. Mm -hmm. And how much is it worth to you? Is it worth it to have somebody watch CNBC all day long, make some of these decisions for you so that you don't have to? Uh, and then, you know, lack of resources. So a lot of people don't have access to the tools that we pay right. hundreds of thousands of dollars in many cases for over the course of our career to be able to provide to you the best in class sort of customized, um, you know, approach that uses techn AI and all this, right. these groundbreaking technologies to kind of do our best at uh, anticipating and making projections and, and predicting the future, quite honestly, which is sometimes what we, we try to and attempt to do. It's, a, it's an emotional business. Money yep. is. And I think a lot of people want to have that 
that human aspect to it because it's still uh, we're not there yet not at least in my opinion um, the computers are great but they don't have what we have you don't necessarily want to be the guinea pig in a, in a computer-based mm. program anyway you know there is a lot to be said about looking things up online we're not going to tell you not to do that obviously everyone everyone does it i just just today i, I don't we're not going to go into my search history, actually. But, you know, uh, there is something to be said about, A, knowing where to seek the information and then also knowing if you're out of your depth. If you find something like an electrical repair, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to call a professional. When it comes to something more severe in a medical diagnosis, I'm going to go seek the help of professionals. When it comes to your finances and how you're going to make the money you have last 20, 30 years, I, I am not going to tell you that you're out of your depth, but I, I think maybe... Uh, you might get the feeling, especially if you feel overwhelmed with all the news as of late. And that is where having, you know, the combined, sorry for doing this again, Nolan, the combined 75 plus years of the three people here on the show, Nolan Baker, Scott Kirshner, Chaz Price, uh, to help you out with that, to, to walk you to, through the process to get you into retirement. It all starts with that phone call, 419-794-3030, or go to the website, arhq.com. Baseball season's back. And I got to admit, there's nothing quite like eating a hot dog uh, at the park, but fans at uh, Fenway Park, Boston's legendary park, they're not happy. That's because the venue has replaced traditional ketchup with a version that is sugar and gluten-free. A lot of people are saying it just doesn't taste as good. The problem is the ballpark signed a three-year contract with the condiments maker, so uh, either you got to smuggle in your own ketchup or, or you know, learn to deal with it. Uh, in the world of retirement planning, you know there are things that get locked in for time. An annuity, that's an insurance contract, but... Not all annuities are created the same. If somebody new came to you with buyer's remorse about an annuity they had already, you know, signed on for, uh, are they just stuck with it or is there something that people can do? You know, there's definitely, I think, pros and cons to anything that you do. So uh, annuities, as an example, if you have, uh, you know, recently purchased one and you're not sure how it works, uh, the first thing you want to do is start with education. So you want to understand, you know, not all annuities are the same. Um, there's things that are like immediate annuities, there's deferred annuities, there's fixed annuities, there's index annuities. Um, if you you know, have just got one, most annuities have what is called a free look period. Annuities and life insurance contracts, they have a short time frame. In many cases, it's only 30 days if you are just getting a new contract that you can change your mind and cancel the policy. Once it's in effect, uh, you have some type of contract that you have to follow. It could be, you know, three years, five years, seven years, or 10 years. And if you take all of your money out within that time frame, you're usually subject to surrender charges. So, you know, to add penalty to insult is paying a big penalty to get out of contracts. Um, I was talking with a financial advisor recently, and he was sharing with me uh, uh, a case that he was working on with some clients, and these clients in particular came to him. Just with that statement alone, they didn't really like their annuities because the annuities that they had were more focused on income versus growth. These clients had a little bit of a different objective. Uh, and so with some annuities, when you take a look at them, if your objectives are different, um, there may not be any surrender charges where it allows you to switch out or the surrender charges may be low enough that you can switch into a different contract. Um, we did a review with Andrew, uh, my son that works at the office, and we were meeting with some people. Uh, we looked at their annuity contract, and they had a contract that you know, is paying a 3% a fixed rate. And a couple of years ago, that rate was fantastic because rates were next to nothing. But, mm -hmm. you know, this year, because rates have gone up so fast so far, he was able to show them where they could take and reposition that money into a new three-year contract 
uh, and take that rate nearly up to 5%, you know, so to get them a substantial increase. To me, I, and I'll ask you guys here in a sec, but to me is if you have an annuity and you're listening to the show and you don't know how your annuity works or it's confusing, the first thing is, is call us. Let's talk. We'd be happy to kind of walk you through it and give you a, a second opinion, you know, kind of break it down. There can be uh, great annuities out there and there's junk annuities. And, you know, I'm not saying you have one or the other, but if you don't know what you have, it's a matter of figuring out what you have and then figuring out, you know, how does it apply to your situation? And it may fit in just right, or it may be time to look for something different. Yeah, I agree, Nolan. Uh, I'm still kind of stuck on who's putting ketchup on their hot dogs at the ballpark. That's Why are they not putting yeah. mustard? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I am, on that, I am. I'm stuck there. But anyway. I am not putting mustard on anything. <laughs> no, okay. Oh, my gosh, no. Ketchup guy all the way. Um, you know, this is really kind of a sensitive subject, the annuities, uh, because uh, I don't want to call it a prohibited practice, but, I mean, it's one of the most erroneous uh, sort of transactions to to cancel a long-term contract in general and particularly annuities because there's surrender as you mentioned nolan there's surrender charges there's tax implications uh it, it just it's probably not you know one of the things that we we dislike the most i guess is you know going into something with long-term goals and then switching gears for whatever reason so that would be my take on it is what was the reason for uh having to cancel out and so it, it again it, it just exactly what you said it goes down to education first and not you know not just working with um an insurance agent you need to really be working with a fiduciary i think that makes a ton of sense in this situation so before you get yourself into that situation where you need to get out make sure that you've done the research you're working with a fiduciary somebody that is not just beholden to one company we see this oftentimes with cap we call them captive agents so uh, and even there are there are some newer disclosures as part of the Department of Labor's responsibility and charge to kind of make it a, a little bit more fair and equitable practice uh, for consumers, for the unsuspecting consumer that may get into a long-term annuity contract and not really know what they're getting into. There's a lot of disclosures that are seeking to make some of the captive agents um, kind of align more closely with the fiduciary standard of practice, which is the standard of practice that all the advisors here adhere to. Mm -hmm. um, and that, you know, as a certified financial planner, regardless of whatever hat I particularly wear, whether we're talking about financial planning or investments or annuities, that that is a standard of practice that we hold ourselves to in, in the industry. But um, it is important to be working with a fiduciary, somebody that it's not always right. Being a fiduciary doesn't mean you're always correct, but it just means that we can document exactly why we put you into that annuity and why it makes sense. So you don't have to worry about um, having to cash out of it um, really soon right after purchasing it. The only other caveat, Nolan, I would add to your uh, explanation would be an annuitization. So I've seen contracts that uh, for the most part have two phases, an accumulation phase where you're adding to it and it's growing, and then a spend down phase or a decumulation phase where you start taking money from the contract. During the, the spend down phase, you can take lump sum withdrawals, you can take interest only, you can take periodic payments or lifetime withdrawals, but there is also a scenario where you can annuitize a contract, which means basically you forego having any of that principal, the insurance company now has the deposit but they pay you a pension or a lifetime income that you can't outlive and you can shorten that payout phase 
down to as low as three to five years generally. So if I'm in a contract and my I want to get out of it, my options are limited to uh, you know, paying a penalty to surrender the contract, maybe paying taxes and penalties and fees. Uh, one option you may want to discuss with your financial advisor and or the carrier, the insurance company, is an annuitization. So can I annuitize this contract? Can I take my money out over periods of time and accelerate that period down to as short as possible, maybe three to five years? That might be another solution that a a client would consider Scott Chaz, when you th- what happens when life happens mm. okay yeah yeah I, and Good I know question. what you said you know I the frustrating thing is why are you contemplating getting out of this mm-hmm. annuity prematurely right mm-hmm. well life happens or quite frankly I was put into something I didn't know what I was put into yeah. and, and it didn't maybe communicate clearly with the financial advisor on what my long-term intentions were. Mm-hmm. But heading back to life happens. What do you do if somebody, quite frankly, doesn't have any other options? Yeah, that's a good point. So on just about all the annuities that we recommend, uh, there is a typically an option called a free withdrawal. Uh, so you have a, an, a, a portion of money that you're allowed to withdraw from those contracts on an annual basis for, what, for whatever reason. Sure. So that's usually 10%. Mm-hmm. There are some additional riders or bells and whistles that you can add on, additional features that would extend that withdrawal window to include multiple years of withdrawal. So let's say you didn't take anything out in the first year, year two, you'd be able to take out, say, 20%. So that you have those free withdrawal windows, or, uh, as we call them, you also have riders, which generally come free or standard with the contracts that we recommend uh, for nursing home waivers. So if you enter a facility where you're confined for 90 days, you're expected mm-hmm. not to leave, things aren't getting any better, generally the insurance companies will allow you to access that money penalty free. And then if there's a terminal illness, if your diagnosis having a year or less to live, generally you can take out the money in some contracts. But again, it's important that you know what to include, what to look for. These are uh, features of an annuity that that we look for having the experience in the industry and comparing the hundreds of different insurance companies that we look at. They all compete. They all change annually. They're all similar but different in some respects. So that's why it's very helpful, uh, the advice an advisor can provide to you in that respect of comparing and helping give you a, a nice apples to apples comparison. Obviously, you know, the, the word fiduciary is, I think, pretty critical. And, and uh, Chaz did a great job of explaining, you know, acting in, in the client's best interest, what they believe is going to be in the client's best interest. So when it comes to annuities, you know, uh, if, if you find yourself having that buyer's remorse, there is a decent chance that, you know, A, you don't understand what you signed up for, mm-hmm. um, which is not a great thing. Um, but definitely one of those measure twice, cut one sort of situations if you can. But the team at America's Retirement Headquarters can help provide a little bit of clarity. And if you find that, you know, it is not necessarily something that... Uh, that you, you, you thought it was going to be perhaps because the person that you worked with was was not uh, necessarily a fiduciary, but, you know, doing one of the things where, where they, they recommend, you know, that strategy to you because it's what they recommend to everybody out there. But being able to explore the options and, and see what other alternatives there may be beyond that or, or ways to to possibly get out of there when it comes to buyer's remorse. But it all starts with having that phone call, 419-794-3030, whether you have questions about your annuity or you want to talk about Hot dog toppings. I'm with you, by the way, Chaz. I'm definitely a mustard <laughs> guy. Relish. Don't even. Don't even try it. <laughs> uh, I, I dare not ask about Chicago dogs. But again, to give a call, talk to the guys. Four one nine seven nine four three zero three zero, or go to the website arhq. 
com. Don't forget, if you want to, uh, you know, continue the conversation with the team at America's Retirement Headquarters in a more educational setting and a longer form than we've got here on the show, go to ARHQ.com. Click on the events tab, find one uh, with a topic and, and, you know, location near you and uh, feel free to register right there, ARHQ.com. If you're planning to leave your kids an inheritance, uh, well, uh, I want you to consider what this couple on TikTok had to say. Morning, kids. Mom and Dad here, having our first cup of coffee here in Florence, Italy. That's right. Your inheritance in our cup, and we're drinking it one cup at a time all over the place. We managed to do it from a long ways away this time in Florence, Italy. Italy. Here's to you, kids. We love you. Love ya. So very much not planning on on leaving their kids an inheritance. They're they're spending it, and enjoying it. I suppose there is a chance that they could always change their mind, but. What do you tell clients that are sitting on the fence over the question of, of what and how much to, to leave to their, their children? I think I hear a lot of people kind of like that TikTok video that, you know, want to go out and enjoy retirement. You know, they talk a lot about how the fact that they've raised their kids, maybe, you know, helped them out, get them into college, maybe helped them with their first down payment on their house or a wedding and their time to enjoy things. And, and that's okay. You know, and then I also have a lot of clients who are concerned about making sure that they have taken steps to help pass on as much wealth as they possibly can to their loved ones because they feel financially comfortable. Uh, I think in either scenario, I think what it comes down to is, do you have the proper plans in place to keep your money away from everybody who's going to try to grab it if and when you pass away? Because, you know, people think estate planning is just for the wealthy, but in fact, it's for all of us. You know, I should say we're not attorneys, so you always want to seek the advice of a, an attorney before you make you know any type of legal decision. But you know, if mom and dad pass away and they have a house, when they pass on that house to get it to go to their name and to the kids' names, usually involves a process called probate. You know, here in Lucas County, I think the probate court system says it's fair and reasonable to charge you know four percent to probate an estate, and then the attorney can charge 4%. So, you know, all of a sudden, 8% of the value of what the house, it could be gone and fees and expenses. Now, uh, Scott and I, we live in the same neighborhood over in Waterville. And like most people's houses, our houses have really appreciated quite a bit. You know, so if they took 8% of the value of my house to probate it, my kids could lose Mm $30,000 in probate costs and legal fees. But there's steps like in our family, we set up a living trust. My wife and I have a living trust set up to designed to avoid probate. And in addition to that, it's designed to help my kids. Heaven forbid we pass away, you know, when they're still young and help them with making smart financial decisions, but it avoids probate. Not everybody needs to uh, spend money on a trust either. There's things where you can like with your house or with your bank accounts or your investment accounts, you can add what's called a transfer on death deed, uh, a TOD deed to avoid probate and you know keep the money away from them. And then w- when you're looking at retirement accounts, again, everybody thinks, well, you know, I have somebody named as a beneficiary on my retirement account. I set it up when I set my 401k up. First of all, I'd say, do you really have it? Double check it because, uh, you know, oftentimes when one computer gets switched to another, sometimes that information doesn't transfer over. Uh, Sometimes you think you put it in there and it wasn't in there. Uh, Maybe your situation's changed. You got remarried. Maybe, you know, changes in the kids and what your wishes are. Uh, It's a good time to kind of review that. But with a retirement account, income taxes are the biggest issue. So 
retirement accounts, income taxes haven't been paid. And if not set up correctly, not only could you know things get a, be a mess without proper beneficiaries, and then they go through the probate process, you lose money there. The double whammy is they come in and then the IRS soaks you for your kids for, for income taxes and you know half the account can be wiped out. The other big issue about the inheritance is the family conflict. You know, if you don't have your wishes documented, um, have you ever seen a family get destroyed over somebody passing away? Mm. Uh, that happens Absolutely. a lot. Then where conflict can come into play is where there's confusion on what mom and dad wanted to have happen with their money, wanted to have happen with what their wishes were. And so if, if you don't have your wishes documented, um, just simply to help avoid family conflict, I think is important. And then the third point I'll, uh, you know, ask you guys for your feedback, but the third point is, you know, teach your children about money, um, whether it's going to a financial class, uh, whether it's getting them involved in uh, some of the programs that's out there. I know both of my boys, I have had an investment account with them since they've been little. Uh, of course, dad, I'm in the business of financial planning and, you know, we help them with making investment decisions and, you know, teaching them to be good stewards of their money. But guys, you know, when you're thinking about it for you, the people that you talk to, what are the advice that you give them? To go back to your point about having issues with family, I, I work with an attorney here in town, Perrysburg, and um, he says that probate is where siblings go to di to divorce each other. Mm. And it's just... And everybody in the room, just like, oh, like, you know exactly what you mean because you've seen it or, God forbid, you've lived it. But I think, to your point, teaching them, teaching kids about the financial principles, a big part of wealth management. I've talked about the differences before in investment management and actual wealth management. Wealth management is um, kind of includes concepts such as taxes, but also passing down the principles and some of the sacrifices that it took to make this money, like budgeting. The value of budgeting, living within your means, saving early, you know, and investing. I think kids these days are probably a little bit more conservative by nature because they've experienced a lot of negative in the marketplace. And then teaching some of the, the, the risks and the threat of debt and kind of the albatross that it puts around your neck, especially when you're early of, of getting into your peak earnings years and trying to start a family. The, the other point that I would add on to that, Nolan, is that when you have an estate plan or when you've developed a estate plan, it's not a static uh, situation. It's, it needs to be updated mm -hmm. and constantly changed or modified or at least evaluated to make sure that it keeps up with the current laws. For instance, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act that President Trump signed in 2017 raised the federal estate tax exemption from $5 million to, I believe it's around $11.7 million. That means that you could leave to any person during your life or death $11 million before the estate, not the state, but the estate tax would apply. Um, the, those tax cuts are expected to change in 2025 if mm -hmm. nothing gets done. They're going to go back to where they were in 2017. So people that were previously uh, not impacted by that Tax Cuts and Jobs Act federal exemption amount of $11.7 million, they may be uh, impacted by the $5 million figure. And if it's not now, what are those assets going to grow to in the next 20 or 30 years over your retirement? So it needs to be adjusted. The other uh, fact is that the SECURE Act in 2019 changed that stretch IRA provision that individuals enjoyed the ability to stretch the tax out on in monies that they inherited uh, in the form of um, 
IRAs and, and qualified dollars that hadn't been taxed yet. So previous, uh, you know, people were doing estate planning to kind of get around to try to capture those, those stretch IRA provisions, and now they're not available. So do we need to go back and revisit your estate plan? Maybe. Do we need to change some of the beneficiaries? And then also tax laws change. I know I think it's been thrown around a little bit. President Biden is is proposing changing some of the step up and basis rules, some of the um, just the tried and true planning uh, that we've in, that we've went through for 20 years of talking about getting that step up in basis and um, meaning the, the cost basis, the, the dollar amount that the government starts calculating the taxes on your investments that are over and above the cost basis changes when somebody passes away. It steps up to whatever the current basis is. Well, if that goes away, a lot of people are going to have estate planning issues. And so everything Nolan said is exactly spot on. I would just add making sure that you modify and have regular visits with your attorney, your estate planning professionals to make sure it's still up to date. Just like with your retirement plan in and of itself, it doesn't need to be something that is, as Chaz said, static, uh, you know, set it and forget it. And uh, there are changes that happen. And whether it is your desire to leave your kids an inheritance or if you want your last check to the undertaker to bounce, you need to have a plan in place to make sure that it is done properly. And that is where the team at America's Retirement Headquarters uh, comes into play. 419-794-3030 is how you get started or go to the website ARHQ.com. I know everyone's probably sick of talking about it, and, and let's face it, we'll always be sick about talking about it, but taxes. We know that the deadline was this past Tuesday for tax deadline. Did you also know it was Tax Freedom Day? A group called the Tax Foundation did some math and found that if the average worker sent their entire paycheck to the government starting January 1st, this past Tuesday, April 18th, was the day they'd have to work to before they got to keep their own money afterwards. Unless, of course, Uncle Sam raises our taxes again, and surprisingly enough, well, you know, most people still don't do anything to lower the obligations they have when it comes to taxes, even though there are strategies come, that come into play. I, I know, uh, Nolan, you're fond of, of quoting a, you know, the great judge, uh, Learned Hand. What do you think some people, why do you think they pay more taxes than they have to? Well, I think that quote is still rings true today. And what he said was there's two systems of taxation, one for the informed and one for the uninformed. You know, people just finished up their taxes, so maybe you, you put them in the filing cabinet and put them away, and that's the end of it. But it's not. It's just the beginning. So the question becomes, what can you do in 2023 now to try to minimize the amount of taxes that you're going to pay this year and also in the future? Um, I know we're coming up on the end of the show, so one of the things I'd encourage you to do is go to the website, ARHQ.com. We're going to be talking taxes. We've got a couple of different events. One is coming up in Urban Pine, uh, and we'll be talking uh, wealth, wisdom, and then another event that we have at Bowling Green State University, going to be talking about the retirement playbook. Uh, we'll talk about taxes, but it is such a good idea to work towards keeping the government away from your money. So we all know that overall last year the market was down. Uh, this year the market so far has been fairly cooperative and more up than down. So what we have talked about on the show is if you have some investments in your portfolio and they went down and you believe it's temporarily down because the market just panicked last year, would it make sense to convert some of the money now while you know where the tax rates are at over to a Roth IRA, which then could potentially grow tax-free if you, again, know the rules and how it works in a Roth IRA? And so all that profit on the recovery, all the future growth for you and your family could be tax-free. And so if you feel like, hey, I have a great CPA, 
I'm not saying we're a CPA. We're not accountants. You should, again, seek the advice of a qualified tax professional before you make decisions. But if you feel like the person that you're working with is just recording the history, that's not a strategy for moving forward. If you want to look at what can you do moving forward, to me, the best answer is, one, coming out to the event, or two, just jump to the front of the line Give our office a call and ask us to complete a 2023 tax roadmap for you. We'll also take you through our tax savers checklist. And within that tax savers checklist, what we can do is go over 25 different areas on ideas on how to possibly lower your taxes. So if you're tired of working to the middle of April and giving the government all of your money, if that's what Tax Freedom Day is, and you want to keep more of it and more in your pocket for you and your family, take some action. So take what we talked about today and take the next step. Take that baby step. Come out and see us or give us a call. Uh, we'd be happy to help out. You know, just by listening, you've obviously shown that you've taken an interest in your retirement, making sure that you get to enjoy it. And, and a lot of parts, part of that means having the funds to do so. The next step is, of course, crafting that plan, whether it is uh, a tax-savvy part of your retirement, whether it is taking into account health care. Honestly, it should be all of the above, and that is what the team at America's Retirement Headquarters can help you out with. So, again, ARHQ.com is where you go to find the upcoming events. Go and register. Uh, find one that, that suits you. Or give a call. Schedule a time as well. 419-794-3030. One last time. 419-794-3030. As we always do. want to thank you so much for joining us here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Thank you so much for joining us. Please have a great week ahead of you. Nolan, Scott, Chaz, thank you guys for the time. And as we wrap up, I want to leave you with the final word. Great quote for the week. It's retirement is not the end of the road. It's the beginning of the open highway. So enjoy your week, everybody. And we'll see you back here, same time, same channel at Toledo's largest talk station, 1370 WSPD. And remember, when you think retirement, think America's retirement headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstance. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.